Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Leon Cooper Trend. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, baby. He is, uh, he's trending. So I thought I'd turn his name into the name of today's episode. Yeah. That's how that thought process went. Um, I'm Jack. Y'all. That, that's what we're, we're in favor of <laughs> transparency. Uh, I'm Jack. That's Miles. This mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. is trending. Let's kick it off with Leon Cooperman. This is the dude who uh, Bernie Sanders was referring to when he said billionaires are going on TV uh, crying because they think they're going to have to pay their fair share of taxes. Uh, he did, in fact, go on TV and start crying about the idea of you know Bernie Sanders winning and making him pay his fair share. Oh, well, I mean, shall, let's just... Maybe we should just dine in some billionaire tears for a moment to hear yeah. him. Because, look, the Reddit thing has all these motherfuckers so twisted up and bent out of shape. They're like, but but we're the ones who get to fuck the economy and play with it like that. So here's Leon Cooperman on CNBC. The reason the market is doing what it's doing is people are sitting at home getting the checks from the government, okay? And this fair share is a bullshit concept. It's just a way of attacking wealthy people, and you know I think it's inappropriate. We all got to work together and pull together. Mm-hmm. Who who's working together? Who's pulling? Because the way <laughs> I see it, working work people are to fucking together. take your money. They're trying to take your money, sir. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is a guy who is like you know he's he's gotten involved in a little insider trading. You know, maybe the SEC was like, you need to wear a monitor. You know, because we're so worried about your fuckery when it comes to the stock market that he's boo hoo hooing. It's unfair to, to rich people. I'm that's not that is not a concept that is valid. Right. That's not a that's not a valid concept of he's a unfair to the rich. That's not that's not valid in this in this world. There's there's no version of justice or just distribution of property that. uh Makes makes sense in a world where billionaires exist, and this motherfucker is a billionaire. Yeah. Um. And his, you just get such a clear idea of him and everybody he talks to's uh idea of of the rest of the world of right. of people just sitting at home collecting their checks and just you know trying to attack wealthy people. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm just like, hey, Reddit. Go figure out what Leon Cooperman is going short on. Right. How about right. that? Let's How about that? Out. Like, I feel like I'm like in my really funny brain that's like overly optimistic. I'm like, this could be the the kickoff of like a weird chapter in history called shitty collectivism and seeing what this could eventually turn into. Because there's something really interesting about this whole phenomenon is that it really is tapping into this idea that a lot of people hold inside that there is something fundamentally unfair about what is happening in the world on some level where it's your access to finances or access to fucking medical, whatever it is. There's a feeling like, how the fuck is it like this? And you can see this manifestation in it that I'm like, does this keep going? Are they, you know, they're trying their hardest to try and keep retail traders out now uh, because of how unpredictable things are becoming. But you know, at the same time, there's other apps who are now trending on Twitter who are coming back and be like, hey, we're allowing you to trade AMC and, and BlackBerry and, and GME now. And like people are like, oh, but what happened? What was going on the last 24 hours? Mm-hmm. What happened? So. So yes. I figured out also, uh, I figured out my my brain finally wrapped its way around uh, the 
what what a short sale is uh, for anybody <laughs> else ha- still having trouble. Maybe this will just be entertaining for everybody because they already understand it. I feel like Lisa in the episode where she can't figure out that uh, brain teaser that everybody else figures out immediately. Right. Um, <laughs> somebody on Twitter, let me find the person, but they were saying that let let's say you borrow your sister's <laughs> dress and you sell oh, it okay. for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. because you think that it's going to go on sale and it does and you buy it for 55 now you've just made a profit of 45 dollars, and you can give it back to your sister mm-hmm. now the thing i saw that and i was like but that doesn't quite make sense because why do you have to give it back to her? there there's a <laughs> there's an aspect of this that i was missing that is there's a formalized agreement when yes. you borrow from your sister that <laughs> you will give it back to her at the whatever the value of it is at that time. Yeah. So if it goes so, over though. Right. So that so what's happening when these short sellers uh are getting fucked is they're selling the skirt at a hundred, expecting it to go down to fifty-five. And instead, the market on that skirt is going up and up, and now it's a thousand dollars. And their sister is like, "Yo, give me my a thousand dollar skirt, right?" And, well, and you but, don't have it, so you have to buy it back for a thousand dollars. And that's here. And now you're out nine hundred. Now you're out nine hundred, and because the price of the skirt can keep going up infinitely, uh, the infinite the, liability. Yeah, infinite liability. Exactly. There's it's a- like you're saying before, if you buy a stock where we'd be like, okay, I got it at 45, the most you can lose is $45. It can't go right. to negative 40, then you owe 90. It, it, zero is the bottom. But right. when that's the risk with shorting because you can get away with just gambling, being like, well, I'm going to borrow this. And if that comes good, I make my little money off the scraps of dead stocks and shit like that. But that right. on the other side, the sky's the limit. And that's what they're finding out. And cut to crying ass people who are siphoning all the wealth out of the country and the world. Yeah. So, fuck Leon Cooperman. Mark Cuban is uh, a billionaire, so already uh, not not the greatest. But he he's one of the billionaires who's on the side of this being a good thing. Reddit yeah. kind of evening the playing fields. Absolutely, because I think he knows just how it works and who makes money and how they make money. And but he was just loving. He's like my eleven year old son was on Wall Street bets on Reddit, and my eleven year old made money. Now, I don't know if miners are allowed to trade stocks on the internet, uh, and that's a whole other thing. But look, if I was able to get free CDs from Columbia House uh, without a parent authorizing that, then Mark Cuban, you know, your son can get down on the Wall Street pets, I guess. Yeah. Um, Wolf Moon uh, yeah. is Mark Cuban's son's name. Uh, no, that is... Uh, <laughs> one what, of the Zappa kids. <laughs> that's what we are seeing. Uh, is that tonight? Yeah, tonight, Thursday, the first full moon of the year. And they call that shit the wolf moon. Fuck around, find out. Do not play during the wolf moon. Um, I don't know why it's called that. There's, I think even in these articles, it's probably just some problematic uh, appropriation of Native American culture. But then there's also a bunch of other things saying a far- farmer's almanac is when wolves were howling because it was so bright. Regardless of the name, it's going to be apparently be like as you're listening to this, check out the moon because they say it's going to peak in the afternoon. Like actually, even before it gets dark, like it will be so bright. So shout out a wolf moon. Right. 
There, so the BBC uh, explanation for why wolves howled more at this time of year is that there was less food. So first of all, they're uh, going to howl because it's a full moon and therefore it's brighter. And I guess wolves are w- the howl of the wolf has an implied, yo, turn that shit down a little bit. <laughs> like it's yeah. like, yo, enough. We hungry, uh, but them belly full. Yeah. Yep. And then there's also a we're hungry, please. Uh, I didn't know there are all these other names too. Like snow moon is in February, the worm moon is in March, the pink moon in April, strawberry moon in June. <laughs> and does that is that has more to do with the strawberry I no crop idea. than I don't know. I'm sure than the yo it don't being be, hey, strawberry hey, blonde. If you're a gutter grimy person, get ready for the buck moon. On July 23rd, get fucking ready for Buck Moon. Is that real? Yes, 23. Buck, Nuck buck. if you Buck Moon. So <laughs> let them know. Um, Wendy Williams is trending. Because uh, she... Shit. I think she was aiming to get on D- Daily Zeitgeist trending with, the, yeah. with this appearance on a podcast that she look, just had. You know, like I said, like Drake said, don't make me have to fly my iTunes. Don't make me have to side-by-side you. Because side by side, we're doing better numbers than Wendy Williams, allegedly. I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to think that. Um, yeah, she wants to let people know that she's been out here and she's a she knows hip hop biblically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she says she's always just trending because she says she had a, like a one night stand with Method Man in her penthouse in Jersey, like after they met at a party in Jersey City. Method Man. She said they're, they're DJ on this uh radio show she said i guess i batted my eyes and you know rock my shoulder you know how i do i Uh said you know you want to come over and he said i'll follow you i said give me your hand and i grabbed his hand and he put his head down and i put my head down and people didn't realize that at the time it was wendy and one of the biggest stars the leader of the biggest groups in the world just left got into her pathfinder and went back to her penthouse in jersey city wow (laughs) what what year was this I mean, if she's thinking like this, you it would have to be the 90s. Yeah, 90s. And if you're sure. actually going to say that at that point, Method Man is the leader, I'm guessing this is when Tikal to, to Judgment Day came out. Mm. Even though that wasn't his best album, but that was like when he crossed. That's when Method Man got like crossed big. over. It was like yeah. the How High era, right? Yeah, right before, like pre How High, pre Blackout with Red Man. Uh, but that was the one that had 10. Let the count- countdown begin. Nine, I was born from the mind. Eight, get your hands that's, on the snake. That's Seven, the album behold, that made I'm me give it. up on him. Yeah, uh, and exactly because Tikal was fucking gospel, so good. But yeah. then he did. But that's the thing. People were in love with the year 2000. <laughs> it was Tikal 2000, and like, huh. but mm. look, Clifford Smith, you're always welcome on the show. Um, and then she said, she goes on to say, the host also disclosed that she and Method Man's rendezvous include, included her pampering him while she smoked weed. So <laughs> her I guess, pampering him while she smoked weed. Yeah, bathed him in her jacuzzi tub, uh, and she smoked weed. <laughs> was okay. he a baby at this time? How's a I don't how's know a grown up bathing another. Grown she said, up? and I smoked some more weed. You know that was back in the coke days. I don't remember what he did, and I'm not going <laughs> to implicate him on that. <laughs> back in the coke days, back in the yoke days. Okay. Um, she also Wendy. implied that he she knew some things about his personal life. Uh, so she yeah. wasn't willing to say that he. Uh, used illicit substances other than weed, but she was uh, saying that she knew he was having an affair with his wife's doctor. Like, 
Why would you say that? Messy as fuck. <laughs> then they say the apparently Method Man heard this rumor while he was recording music and he called like Wendy. And I was like, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> so he said, you say the fuck you want to say about me. Say nothing about my family. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yo, um, I bet uh, Sophia Chang versus Wendy Williams. Ooh. Sophia, go fucking handle Wendy for talking about your boy Cliff like that. Mm. Cliff. Who is... Would you consider, I know, look, everyone has a, like, people think de facto leader of Wu-Tang is RZA. Yeah, I would say RZA. Because he's, I mean, he he quarterbacked the whole shit. He's the unifying force behind all the solo albums that all have the same sound. Yeah. And, so Wendy, yeah. I mean, play respect to the RZA. He doesn't have much going on except for that yeah. good humor remix, so. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, the Lakers are trending. Uh, we got to talk about it, Miles. The 76ers. <laughs> so I'm like, I didn't the see Lakers. this anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night, the, yeah. the 76ers got a one point victory. Yeah. Uh, pretty Good pretty game. big win for them. Uh, it was the, you know, our two teams are first in the East and first in the West. Uh, they met up and uh, the Sixers. Pulled it but out. What about our net rating with LeBron off the court? It's positive. Is that true? Yes. Yes. I mean, Anthony Davis is really. But really he's good. but Anthony AD. I mean, let's be real. He's he's preserving his body a little bit. You can tell he's not as aggressive to the basket as he was in the postseason. But it I, seems like he can score whenever he wants to. Yeah, he can. But I think I'm also. This is see. This is a part of being a Laker fan. You give me a taste of that shit. And I'm like, I will become unrealistic with the expectations. <laughs> I'm like, you should be putting up 63 a fucking night. What the fuck, AD? But also, you have to, like, playing his game, I think, in the long term, it's like, we're still winning. So I'm not mad at the style of play. But I have a feeling as we get closer, we'll get a little more aggressive and we'll really start turning up. The coach of the Sixers after the game, uh, to your point about the Lakers, uh, he... All his post game press conference was all about how good the Lakers are. He was like, "Man, that's what like that's a championship team because the Sixers were up fourteen with like a couple minutes left, and the Lakers were like, mm, now nah, let's try and win this.' And just like decided to and went up by one before. Uh, it was just a whoever had the last shot was going to win that one. Yeah, I um, mean, and Caruso had a great game too. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, leave him out. Even though he's just. Got- He's so he's so fun to watch. I don't know. We have the funnest. It's so funny to watch some of these guys like him and Talon Horton Tucker. Talon Horton Tucker looks like a fucking LA fitness basketball player, but it, <laughs> but he but he could ball. It's yeah. just so funny. Like if you if I was picking people out of a lineup, I'd be like, well, not him. Um, yeah. But you know, and even if you favorite. saw him play, like even if you saw him shoot, because he like it's plays str- below the rim. Yeah, and but he just yeah, it's, it's like a strange game, but I love yeah. it. He's got like that 50 year old game that it's just like he knows exactly like every angle. And it, it's yeah. kind of like James Harden. Like James Harden doesn't look like he's uh, the quickest or strongest or, you know, most polished player out there. He just yeah. is. He's efficient. He, yeah, he's just efficient. It's, yeah, it, it really, it has the vibes of like when your like math teacher will play basketball with you during recess or something's like, oh, you guys want to play basketball, huh? And they just like post you up and you're like, fuck, you're like 200 pounds, dude. Like, the fuck is this? Like, it has that same kind of yeah. like, I'm patient with it because I'm just, this is my game. So, yeah, shout out to THD. Yeah. Shout out to Frank Vogel, too. Every time yeah. y'all come out of a timeout, it's guaranteed bucket. Um, yeah. That's pretty wild. 
And thank you for thank you for showing Frank the way, Jack, on those yeah, rides you that know, he used to give you. Yeah, I, I subtly pushed him. You know, it was yeah. a it was a subtle push, but uh, I figured over the course of decades it would eventually lead him to uh, coaching your team. So, yeah, uh, you're I thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that is gonna do it for this Thursday. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves, wear a mask, wash your hands, don't do nothing about white supremacy, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.